in today's episode of Cinema Men. So I played uh, Battlefront 2, added a new guy who's a bounty hunter from this new film, and he looks like a little squid boy. Badass, loved him in the game, couldn't stop playing as him. Then, a week later, I went to see the film, and he's there in the beginning. He's the guy in the beginning that's like, win the war! And... And I was like, that's, that's, I love that Bounty Hunter guy. Oh, I'm so glad I get to see him. And then like 10 seconds later, his fucking head's cut off on a table. <laughs> I'm like, I knew this guy for 10 seconds. Wait, I've, been his head cut off? I've been spending like the past week playing as him in a video game and he's doing that he has 10 seconds in the film. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's the Welcome back, everybody, to Cinema Men. I don't have a quote this time. I, I, didn't, I didn't think that far ahead. Um, but welcome back, everybody. Um, this week, I think that we're going to talk about Star Wars. Is that is that about right, my friend? And I'm Zane. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. That sounds good. That sounds oh, goofy. Yeah. Who am I again? Which one am I? You're uh, Casey from Ninja Turtles, right? Casey oh, with the hockey yeah, stick. brother. I wish I was that fucking cool. I wish that I was Raphael. Do you know how fucking badly I wanted to be Raphael when I was a kid? Why him in particular? A, red's favorite color. B, oh, cool. I liked the daggers the most of all the weapons, especially more than... Can we talk about how upsetting it was that Donatello only had a staff? Yeah, I mean, what do you do with a staff, really? You just kind of, like, hit someone bluntly with it. It's not really much damage. Because Leo, Leo got the awesome katanas cool double swords right raf got the awesome are they called psi i believe not daggers the and little things with the the two little, yeah. <laughs> little yeah. daggers on the it's kind of like a devil stick except yes. the middle fingers up oh uh, the things that he carries the turtle yes yeah the things yeah <laughs> he's got those badass uh mikey gets dual nunchucks also badass donatello the smart one says i'm gonna carry the one not foldable singular long rod that it also doesn't break apart into two pieces or anything this is just one long pole this genius the purple one the genius one yeah has so much intelligence focused on non-violence that that's, he's pretty, yeah, that's pretty out of character, isn't it? He's, he's the smartest guy, and he's also the dumbest guy. You think that he would have invented, like, a future weapon? Like, maybe, he, hey, he's so smart, he just carries a handgun and mace, right? He's also a turtle. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people forget that. I do think that I overlooked that entirely. Yeah. Well, um, it's it's been a while since since our last episode, and that it doesn't is. matter, because yep. who cares? Yep. But um, <laughs> in, a, in a previous... In in the time being, um, I bought something, oh, something that I mentioned uh, in a previous episode. I don't remember which one. Oh my god, lay this on the line. I remember I was pissy as usual mm-hmm. because I was looking at Amazon.com and I was trying to buy Wish Upon on Blu-ray. <laughs> oh god! And and boy, I bought that shit. You found, I found oh, you it. You found it and got I it. I found it. You I, found it and I got looked, it. When I looked last time, it was like, it was like twenty dollars, and I'm like, I'm not spending twenty dollars on this movie as much as God. I would. I would definitely pay that much money, but like I'm poor, so I found it for seven dollars and I got it. 
<laughs> I feel like seven dollars. Wait a minute. Okay, if I'm not mistaken, wish upon how many how many wishes do they use? Oh god, that's <laughs> good. Hey, looks like I gotta rewatch it. I don't know. Oh no, wish upon you got the fantastic film. Um, wish upon how many wishes? Do... Well, it's a fantastic film because Joey King. Um, everyone knows her her caliber of acting is very high, and then she. Oh, oh, oh! How many wishes? Seven wishes. Seven wishes. It's Perfect. Exactly how much you paid. That's incredible. <laughs> One uh, dollar per wish. Which means that you have, in theory, <laughs> you have matched price and bought each individual wish. Well, that that's a that's a bargain actually because that each wish comes with a death too. You mm-hmm. know. Because so you like, bought that's the you bought seven. <laughs> Wait, okay, taking this further. I bought seven corpses. No, One's a dog, bought... unfortunately. You now own the qua- the quantity of seven human lives. <laughs> Actually, six human lives, one dog. Oh, no. Oh, Christ. <laughs> yeah, first one's a dog, unfortunately. Spoilers, spoilers. First one's a dog. Well, if you haven't bought it on Blu-ray and watched it yourself already, I don't think you were ever going to go this far. You're good. Well, it's also great because not only is it the theatrical version, which is great, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. But it's also the unrated director's cut. So it's oh like... Oh, boy. I have, I have, it's like the Snyder cut, but this version was actually released and is real. And and how's that? How Wait, have you watched it yet? Not yet, no. Uh, I mean, I've seen the movie twice already. Um, and I've been five more times. To find, I've, I've been waiting to find it. <laughs> but I have to watch it five more times. Um, I have to f- find a time to watch with my dad because I want to show him. I think he'll love it. Speaking of trash, um, it, let me let me just transition this real well. Oh boy! Uh, who, let's talk about the Rise of Skywalker. Oh, we're <laughs> gonna have a fun conversation, aren't we, <laughs> Little Miss? Contradictory uh, to my opinions. Yeah, I only contradict your opinions because I don't like you at all. Before, <laughs> that's fair. Before we jump into Rise of Skywalker, little quick recap. I can't remember. Did you or did you not like? either force awakens or um last jedi all right chronologically saw force awakens in theaters really liked it enjoyed it i thought um it was refreshing in a way cool despite it being almost entirely a rehash of a new hope Mm -hmm. um i think that i i think that i was taken by the um this is gonna sound so dumb but it was taken with the the actual use of locations and like set, like sets, like actually using sets again, unlike yeah. the prequels. Oh yeah. Um. So that was kind of nice. Uh, I saw the Last Jedi in theaters. Did not like it at all. Oh. Okay. And then I revisited it recent, revisited it, it, it recently. Mm-hmm. Um. And I thought it was pretty good. Okay, I didn't cool. think it was, I didn't hate it. Thought it was pretty good. I liked the things he was trying to do. I don't think uh, Johnson exactly aced it. But there. it's it's a good it's a it's a nice way to get away from just the rehashing of, of the shit that had already been done. So we basically can come to terms and agree on the on the seventh and eighth. So I'm very, very curious to see where the conversation goes on the ninth. Yeah, I mean I hate everything. Uh-huh. As you know. Yes. Except for Wish Upon. Which is hard to hate. And also Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Which that is one's pretty awesome. Gimme. Yes. Also, I, I. So here's my ADD. Mm-hmm. Uh, T, TMNT, the movie from I think the '80s with the the men in suits. Yes. That's just 
It's on Netflix. The prequel to Men in Black, Men in Suits. Men in Suits. It's except the suits are gross, rubber, foamy uh, t- uh, turtles. It was the whole movie was them saying we're gonna be men in suits, and then they didn't realize that they'd put them in turtle suits. And they're like, no, we met men in like black tie suits, and they're like, we'll just call you Men in Black instead. Yeah, but that could have a weird connotation. Well, just cast Will Smith. That'll be fine. Alrighty. So, <laughs> what did you think of the new shitty Star Wars movie? I can't help but disagree with you, man. There are so many things in it that I liked that it's hard for me to say that it was an overall bad film. I can, the same way that I saw bad things in Last Jedi, tell you that, or yeah, Last Jedi, tell you that there are bad things in Rise of Skywalker, but I think. There are too many things about Rise of Skywalker that I liked more than Last Jedi for me to say that Rise of Skywalker was a bad film. Did you see I my think, face when you said that? Yeah, yeah, no, you I see? saw your face. <laughs> it was a full uh, grimace. It was like I a cartoon have, grimace. <laughs> I, I think I could honestly, I could talk politely about that film so much that I want to hear what you have to say negatively about it so that I can contradict you with an optimistic side. I'm going to talk really fucking impolitely or unpolitely how do you say that not politely assertively (laughs) assertively you're gonna Um, fuck this bad boy up let's say that all right so i've never cared less about a movie going into it than i have rise of skywalker i think a lot Um, of people said that to me when they were going into it because of um where we're left off with the last film right because like um in the last Jedi, I will I will say that the characters don't really progress or do anything at all. Yeah. There's like pseudo messages that are learned, but it's like not really, you know. Uh-huh. Everyone at the beginning ends up in the same place as they were at the end. Yeah. Um so that's why I'm going <laughs> into this movie thinking like, "Man, I don't give a shit." Um and I didn't. And I watched the movie, and as I was watching the movie, I progressively got more and more upset as I was watching it, because it felt like uh, the filmmakers, first of all, didn't give a shit going into it. Okay. Uh, and they, in terms of having any fresh ideas or anything even remotely interesting, um, <laughs> I see your face. <laughs> um, but at the same time, uh, it was insulting to me. Not oh. even as like a not even like as a huge Star Wars fan. I just thought it was insulting that their their reliance on nostalgia and their reliance on things that we've already seen that we're already familiar with got to the point where I I was rolling my eyes. Like we don't need to see Chewbacca receive his fucking medal. Okay. Right? Because yeah. that's a callback to the end of, of A New Hope. There we don't need to see callbacks. fucking Wicket out in the in the woods played by Warwick Davis at the end. For one I'm, shot, because we recognize him. We don't have to go back to Tatooine at the end of the film. Because why the fuck would she go there? Right? I won't even I won't even lie. There was a part where I, I mean, from for the most part I enjoyed the callbacks as like tiny tastes of nostalgia. I get that they went overboard with it, and I know the moment I knew for a fact they went overboard with it was when they uh just to jump to it, when they're like all flying around raiding, um what's it called? Exical? Um at the end and the cut to the fat guy in the ship and i was like oh they're totally gonna call back to the fat guy's gonna crash aren't isn't he and and then his ship goes down and i was like that that didn't even have to be like a callback to when they were raiding the death star like but you just did it 
Yeah. I was like, as soon as I saw it, it's like, oh, fat guy in the in in his little fighter is gonna go down. I was like, yep, yeah, I could predict that one, and I knew that that was another just taste of how the old films used to be. Um, that one might have been a bit too far of just like, well, now you're kind of reaching for nostalgia. I'm annoyed as like a, a lover of movies by people um, taking the audience's intelligence for granted. And I understand, like, not to be highfalutin or anything, but like, I, I, I would, I would say that the general audience is okay. I don't want to say that actually. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say that not every movie has to be brilliant. Yeah. Not every movie has to be a thoughtful, excuse me, a thought-provoking even um, exercise in like mental gymnastics. You know, not every movie needs to do that. But at the very, very least, especially for a trilogy that they've had so much time to work on and so much money, so much resources, so many writers, so many directors, they could have at the very least planned something out instead of just, like, going back and then having a really catty, (laughs) nonsensical feud, basically, in the last film where J.J. Abrams is basically just saying, like, pulling the rug out from underneath um, Ryan Johnson, you know? Because that's kind of what the whole film also was. Yeah. You could say that he was really... uh... Pulling all knives out there, huh? Hey, old Bazinga. <laughs> Look at that connection. Oh, boy. Uh, that's me internally trying to remember if I did or did not see directed by Ryan Johnson in the end credits of Knives Out. He directed that, right? Yeah, he did. Cool. Yes, yes. Mm, that was a good connection. Play the good connection yeah. song that I just wrote. I went on the internet and found education connection. Thank you. All right. I hated that one. I know. It was very spur of the moment. <laughs> I'm really, I'm not holding back today. I'm mad. I hated that song. All right. Thank you. Will um, it return? Who knows? So, I've been, I've been very negative. Um, what did you think of the, of the JJ versus Ryan stuff? Okay, there were, okay. So let's try and find some points that I think most people had problems with um, that I found to be all right. Um, One of the biggest things I think a lot of people had problems with was the new force power. Um, (laughs) I thought it was awesome. I know a lot of people. I hate Jedi's. (laughs) Like, what? Why does it matter? It was like, it's set up that the force is between everybody. Uh, This is, all right, so there are parts where I'm going to sound like a huge Star Wars fan, and there are parts where I'm going to sound like, "Ah, it's just, it's Star Wars, get over it, it's fantasy, let it be what it is. Uh, Get over it, fuck uh, you. There, it's like, um, it's it's a a new force power where the force is within everybody and they can communicate. We've already set up that they have such a strong connection that they can physically communicate to each other. So it wasn't like super out of nowhere that all of a sudden their interactions are kind of like merging. I thought that was kind of cool. And thank God that they spent time within that film so that it wasn't insanely just a out of nowhere moment at the end when Ben gets the lightsaber. I thought it was badass when he got the lightsaber, but it would have been kind of weirder if it was just out of nowhere, where they just like look at each other and he's and Ray was just like, "Hey, look at this thing that I learned how to do." And Ben's like, "Oh, well, isn't that convenient?" There. Let's see. Another part that people really didn't care for uh, is the fact that the fucking emperor was alive. 
I was about to shout out to Sheev right now. Sheev Palpatine in the house, baby. Um, yeah, fuck that. Fuck that. So they, so they have a whole movie. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. They have a whole movie where they, they explain how Han Solo got his fucking gun and his name. A full mm-hmm. feature-length film, over two hours long, that I had to sit through and watch. Mm-hmm. And this movie can't even fucking explain why Palpatine's alive. No, there's... there is the main villain. There is. There is an explanation for how he is alive. This He's is, a clone! No, <laughs> no. There's... Oh, I gotta... Oh, I need to find it. Whatever it was is essentially there is already pre-existing um, lore about how Darth Plagueis had taught... Palpatine, uh, how to both create life and resurrect himself, and so that that was already a this. I uh, trust me. I looked into it to try and make it like make sense to myself after the film, and I was like, I looked into it, and yes, it's it's apparently fine. It doesn't make any fucking sense why Exical is uh, all of a sudden being explained to us as oh the planet where you know every Sith has lived forever. Um, but it does at least gateway explain the fact that he could be alive. How does one resurrect themselves if they're dead? Um, probably a lot of jerking off is my guess. That okay, brings good. Me, that wakes me up inside. Uh, so I guess that's, this is like a <laughs> microcosm. No, like this is just a microcosm of my issues with the movie because like everything that I, I have issue with is is, like, things that are either underexplained, things that are, are shoved in, shoehorned in, or things that just don't need to be in there at all. Very like fair. We don't need all the fan service. We don't need... Well, of course, the fans need the fan fucking service because the mm-hmm. movie's going to break a billion, I'm sure, because people are fucking masturbatory and nonsensical about this shit. Mm-hmm. But, um, and fuck new ideas, by the way, also. I'd like to say that, um, first and foremost. That's a, um, that's a good I quote. Saw, <laughs> I saw Cats. Oh! I saw Cats before I saw Star Wars. Hey, here's the thing, really quick. Why'd you do that? Because I wanted to see a good movie. And I'm going to... Hey, hold it. on. Hold on. I'm going to say something really quick. Um, this is very important because I already know the answer. Uh, now, you did see Cats, which, again, I don't know why you would do that to yourself. Um, did you only see it once? I've seen it twice. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I've seen uh, Cats, the Tom Hooper's masterpiece. Tom Hooper's uh, magnum opus, I, I'm going to say. I don't think he's going to go better than this. Fuck the King's speech. I don't... Th- um... <laughs> I saw it twice. I saw it twice because it's fascinating. And I saw it twice because it made me think more than Star Wars did. In fact, as I was... So as I was watching Star Wars, I was thinking in my head about how leaving the theater felt like I was escaping. Whereas with Cats, I was like, fuck, boy, I want to see more of that shit. (laughs) Wait, question. So you saw Cats twice. Did you see Cats, then Star Wars, then Cats again? No, no, no. So I I I saw Cats, and then I saw Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And then I waited about a week, and then my girlfriend was in town, so we saw cats again. So, long story short, what you just said is no, dot, 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 wait a minute. Yes, exactly what you just said. <laughs> oh, wait, so what do you, what did you, oh, I think you meant in the same day. I think you meant no. in the same day. No. Oh, God, oh, no. yes, I swear, correct. if you would do that to yourself, if you did that to yourself, same day, cats, Star Wars, cats, you got, you got an addiction. And this That's is a, a good bad sandwich, one. though. It's a good sandwich. It's like a palate cleanser, beginning and ending. Oh my god. So yes, you did see Cats once, and then Star Wars, and after that, having seen both, you chose to see Cats the second time. 
Correct. So my thing with bringing up Cats is that Cats is a movie that is literally just character introductions. And I'm not even kidding. Oh I wish gosh. I was. It's it's um for clarification before you get into this. Now, we do have a moment in uh, a previous episode, I think, where we mentioned this. But at, at one point, neither of us, not only had either of us ever seen the musical Cats, neither of us knew anything about Cats. I'm Correct. still very still much on that cats. train. I'm st- <laughs> I am st- I still know nothing. I've seen it twice. I know not a fucking thing about the plot of that movie. In fact, that's why it's fascinating. Because I can, I can see that movie... I can see that shit ten more times, and I'm still not going to really, really firmly going to be able to get back to you about about what what the fuck is happening in it, and that's why it's goddamn fast. It feels like it, it, it feels like um, who David Lynch tries to be, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like Tom Hooper's direction in Cats feels more like David Lynch than David Lynch feels. Okay. Oh my god. It is. It is amazing. And I think everyone needs to see it at least twice. <laughs> we should talk in theaters. Let's get that shit. Let's get that shit gross up. We okay? should talk character development because we we need to let's do comparison of character development between movies. So, like, <clears throat> this is excluding all the the true, uh, like, repeat characters in Star Wars, like Carrie Fisher, CGI Leia. Or old boy Landau, um, we're talking like their their new takes on characters or some of their new characters, versus um, all of the wonderful cast that we have to play with in Cats, the Cats cast, um, the Cats cats. Uh, now let's just let's start with Cats really quick because I know nothing about this film. Uh, there are three people that come to mind immediately. Well, no, now four. There are four people that immediately come to mind, and I want to see if any of them immediately strike a chord with your heart. Um, Rebel Wilson as a cat. Uh, she she was great. I was laughing the entire time she was on screen. Well, for And good most reasons? of the time, I don't think it was intentional. Oh, I'm, that's I was not I laughing with her, mind uh-huh. you. Mm-hmm. I, in fact, I don't think at any point in the film I laughed with uh, the film. <laughs> I um, But whenever she was on, on camera... I was I was basically in tears. Actually, in fact, at one point I was crying. Um, Why? Because it was just well, I don't know if I want to spoil this for you, but I, I will. Go for it. I at don't one care. point, um, our big um, Gumby cat is what is what she's called. She's a Gumby cat. <laughs> she, um, she really called a Gumby cat. She's called a Gumby cat. No. And um, I'm sure she has a name, but I don't give a shit. Gumby cat. Um, and at one point during her song, she unzips her cat fur. And underneath is more cat fur, but with a dress on. Can I just say, one, what the fuck? Two, are you sure you weren't watching Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers? Nah, see, that's the thing. That's the thing. Uh, Cat in the Hat is another great film. It's a genuinely great film. Shot by Emmanuel Lebesky. Yes. Oscar-winning, multi-Oscar winning cinematographer. Hopefully one of those Oscars was for Cat in the Hat. (laughs) It certainly was not. (laughs) Uh, but, But, you know... Um, Cat in the Hat is interesting in that, um, it's cat, it's cat, it's titular cat is equally as sexually charged as all the cats in the film Cats. Everybody wants to fucking bone in that movie. It's incredible. Is it just a cat orgy? Kinda. And then there's, uh, James Corden. Yes, James Corden's great. Because a few times he, he breaks the fourth wall. Oh, God, no. For no reason. No. Obviously. 
and he, he like Saved by the Bell fourth wall break type stuff. Like Time Out talks to I wouldn't everybody. Know. I wouldn't know. I don't think I ever watched that. So essentially, James Corden would just say, like, hold on, time out. And then everybody in the background would just keep doing their thing. And he'd just walk up to the camera and he'd be like, now you may be asking yourself, James Corden, when the fuck do you become a cat? And that was a very easy explanation. (laughs) Except no one wants to talk to James Corden ever. Um, (laughs) Which made it very hard to work with him. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what his deal is. He's, he's He's like a rich, fat cat. In the film, not in real life. He, <laughs> he's rich and fat in real life, but he's not a cat in real life. He's a rich, fat cat in the film. Oh, my um, God. And he, like, eats things out of the garbage, and it's fucking grotesque. And then, um, at one point, he looks into the camera, and he says something about cats. Oh, like the, the that's film, odd. I think. Uh-huh. He's like, cats. So that was weird. Is that a, a James Corden quote? Cats. Cats. <laughs> cats. <laughs> weird. Um, at least... I like that we're talking about cats now and not Star Wars anymore, because I remember... We'll get back to it, I promise. I mean, I mentioned cats for a reason, uh-huh. because I was going to I was gonna point out that uh, Cats was a film that is just character introductions uh, with no real plot, and then Star Wars was another movie of just kind of like introducing things that didn't really go anywhere. Or the places that it did go... Oh, that's that's very unfair to say. The places that did go were... Forgive my hyperbole, okay? I'm very excited. Very. I'm talking about cats, okay? And Star Wars. Um, but I don't know. I just I just feel like... Too many MacGuffins. No MacGuffins and cats. Too many MacGuffins in Star Wars. Okay? That's how, we, that's how we save the day. No more MacGuffins. More cats. Two more very important people to mention in this Cats movie that I've never seen and will never, ever watch. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm sick of you. uh, How about uh, some good, good Jason Derulo and T-Swift? Okay, so Jason Derulo played Rum Tug Tugger. Do you want to say that name again? Rum Tug Tugger. He plays a a curious cat. His song is great. (laughs) Jason Derulo, how's your new film going? Well... Rum Tugger is a curious cat. <laughs> That's the first line of his song. No. That's the first line of, oh, Rum Tug Tugger was a curious cat. It's great. Oh, I love boy. It. Um, who else did you mention? Taylor Swift. The one that... Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah, she does this weird shimmy thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't like any of it. <laughs> <laughs> she, she comes down on a moon or something. She looks like the little boy who fishes in the DreamWorks logo. <laughs> but she has catnip. And then... Um, and then she sprays her catnip all over the cats, but for some reason it makes them go to sleep, despite catnip famously doing the opposite yeah. on, on real cats. Yeah. Um, and she's out She's out there trying to get um, my boy Idris Elba, or McCavity, that's his name. She's trying to get him in good with old Deuteronomy, who's played by Dame Helen... Uh, I almost said Helen Mirren. No, she didn't go near this film. Judy oh Dench. Oh, yeah, just yeah, another... Judy Dench. Oh, poor girl. Yeah, <laughs> and and Dame Judy Dench plays Old Deuteronomy, and her whole thing is that she gets to choose which cat goes to the heavy side layer, um, which is a way for the cats to uh, die and then be reborn as another cat. Hmm. Now this film sounds bad. Uh huh. You know, the first thing I talked about today when I got to work was cats. 
and now all I'm talking about after work today is cats. Let me change that, that for good. you. And just quickly transition us back to now let's compare some awesome characters from Skywalker. Yay. <laughs> uh, Fuck. No, legitimate people that I had a fun time with. And I will be mad if you didn't. Uh, fucking Babu Freak. Don't you dare Yo, tell me. Yo, fucking Babu Freak's awesome. I love that guy. I like his little me. fucking hairy face. <laughs> that guy's awesome. <laughs> Babu Freak. Babu Freak. Babu Freak. Babu Freak fucking slaps. Okay, Bubble... actually, Babu Freak is the only reason why I'm okay with this new trilogy being in existence. And that bitch has fucking less than a minute of screen time in this movie. <laughs> Babu... Oh, Babu Freak is one of my oldest friends. <laughs> Oh my god, incredible. Ooh, okay, yes. I, I There's not much to say. Babu Freak, that was a real, like, they just nailed it. They nailed take. it. They were like, we want to sell some toys, and we want them to be cute. Yeah. Let's get a Babu Freak in here. But he's also just, the, but he's also, like, the smartest uh, hacker in the world. <laughs> Dude, he's like fucking Angelina Jolie. Holy mm. shit. He is exactly like Angelina Jolie. He is also many children with Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which they don't really touch on in the Star Wars trilogy, but maybe the next <laughs> one. That's a real missed opportunity. That's ridiculous. Uh, maybe Disney Plus will start a series on it. Oh, um, fuck. fuck. <laughs> don't even get me started. We got, we will, started. We'll save that for another episode. Um, other things that I genuinely really liked. There were two new evils in this that I really, really wish there uh, that they had talked about a lot more. And that was, I loved evil C-3PO for like the 30 seconds that he was there, which was as soon as he had his memory erased and could only speak Sith, if he had stayed an evil robot and only st- like knew Sith from that point on, that would have been badass oh to me. I don't even remember. <laughs> I remember them wiping his memory. I remember right. them trying. Baba Freak was there. <laughs> Baba Freak? <laughs> Baba Freak? How do you forget Baba Freak scene? I was too, I was too busy looking at Baba Freak. Oh. Uh... I, I didn't want to I didn't want to look at Anthony Daniels' dumb fucking face, <laughs> hidden behind CPPO's mask, of course. <laughs> it's not like you see him. I always feel bad film. for poor Anthony Daniels. Why do you feel fucking bad for him? He's in a fucking he's in a fucking can. Yeah. He gets paid yes. millions of dollars. But like to be, it's like oh man, this is gonna be a weird weird take. Okay, do you like Uh-oh. C3PO? What? Do you like C3PO? I have literally no emotions towards that. Okay, it's cool. not even a it's not a character. It's just a <laughs> robot that walks around. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything. He doesn't accomplish anything. Uh yeah, to be C3PO is a character that is has always very heavily annoyed me in the Star Wars films. So, I was very happy to see him change. Like it was a Die? Ref, I was very refreshing to see him shift as he did. Hey, remember when do you think we're going to get our our own um standalone film regarding c-3po's red arm from uh <laughs> from the, the episode seven i want a whole fucking movie dedicated to that shit it's gonna be a crossover between c-3po and the winter soldier because that can happen oh. now and yeah. it's them fighting over who gets that arm yeah uh-huh. yeah that sounds good that's a good idea <laughs> i like that <laughs> they can even bring luke in and he'll just be like fine you get the arm but i get the hand are you uh bob Iger? i tried Did you write this i tried it's that's di- me. That's me trying to. That's me saying that Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, writes the films. It's right. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Fuck. Um, other evil that I loved, Evil Ray. <laughs> I'm I can't. Sorry. She I wasn't can't, even in it. I know, <laughs> but 
She I'd... does the thing with the lightsaber that does two. You can't deny though that that like I mean I can't deny at least that that lightsaber made me very fucking happy. It just looked like Darth Maul again. It's probably, a, I don't know if it was a shout out to or just a weird connection to how um, the lightsaber looks in, uh, uh, what's the new game? Fallen, Je- Fallen Order, Fallen Jedi, something, I think it's Fallen Order. Um, the, whatever, the new Star Wars game that came out. But I fucking love Sith lightsabers, man. I mean, Darth Maul's lightsaber is still just forever going to be my favorite. Uh, and it just made me think of Darth Maul. And I would have loved to see Ray's dark side emphasized more. You know what? That would have been interesting. But mm-hmm. the the issue with the modern Star Wars is that we can't do anything interesting at all. There are um, two cheeky other people that I thought cheeky. were pretty interesting. Oh, Finn because of his ass? Hell no. Brother. No. Oh. Speaking of, I, I, I mention this all the time. This is a side note for everybody. Um, I'm mad that they didn't let John Boyega keep his British accent because I watched him on the Graham Norton show once say, almost stole Chupa! And <laughs> I'm so mad that he never said it like that in any of the films because then he would... Well, also, that would have that would have fit super well because like all the, the bad guys in the Star Wars movies famously have... Uh, english accents and he started as a stormtrooper so he totally should have just had one exactly whereas ray doesn't british villain or rather she has an accent and she's not a part of that shit to be fair they didn't they didn't you know what we should have totally been able to guess that she was going to come from evil blood because she was british (laughs) wow what part the of hell? J.J. Abrams that mystery was a, box that was a nonsense. great little hint way to go jj um but there are two cheeky little people that uh, I loved in this film that I guarantee you didn't think about for a second. Sure. Um, so I played uh, Battlefront 2, uh, the new one, the not as good as the old one. And they added a new guy who was a bounty hunter from this new film. And he looks like a little squid boy. I can't remember his name right now. I think it's like it starts with a J, whatever it is. Um, John. He looks, yeah, probably. I think it was like Jacques. It was like something. Jacques, Jacques he's a Frenchman. Um, but he's he's badass. Loved him in the game. Couldn't stop playing as him. Then a week later, I went to see the film, and he's there in the beginning. He's the guy in the beginning that's like when whoever's like, how do uh, what do you, what do you want us to do? And he's like, win the war. And <laughs> and I was like, that's that, I love that bounty hunter guy. I'm so glad I get to see him. And then like ten seconds later. His fucking head's cut off on a table. <laughs> I'm like, I knew this guy for 10 seconds. Wait, I've how did he get his spe- head cut off? I've been spending like the past week playing as him in the video game and you tell me that he has 10 <laughs> seconds in the film. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's the deal. You gotta introduce... Like, <laughs> I like that this movie still introduced new characters despite it trying to trying its best to wrap up the nonsense that it, it started. That's literally like if I had a dog named Old Yeller for like 12 years and then started reading the book right now. I'd be like, don't oh, do no. this to me. Yeah, it died. Oh, man. Oh, but no. the... <laughs> but the other, the other Bubble character... Frick? Hmm? Bubble Frick? Bubble Frick! Hello! Um, but the other character that I'm obsessed with that I guarantee you probably overlooked is the, there's a man that I cannot remember the name of. I can only oh, remember the one thing he said. Um, is the scene where we see Lando on that beautiful planet in his little hut and 
and they're talking to Lando, and I'm not really caring because I'm thinking, uh, he looks like he's not really comfortable reprising his role as Lando right now. That's fine. Uh, Why the f- why is he back? Why is he fucking back? Because like he's in is... the... Technically, he is in the universe. He can be around if he wants. Uh... So, over over the course of three films, and over the span of... I don't know how many years. I'm sure it's been, like, two or something. They're, they got this rebellion again. Yes. Because that's a fresh idea for the Star Wars universe. Yes. Um, heavy, sar- heavy sarcasm. And Lando's still alive, I guess. He may be a geriatric, but God damn it, he can still fly a fucking thing. And um, he comes back, and the moment he comes back in the picture, he makes a phone call or something, or a space call. I don't know what the fuck. Space call. And then everybody right. in the fucking universe is here to help. Mm-hmm. It's like, where the fuck? What? What? Okay, here's a little here's a little thing, really quick. Um, did you or did you not have the exact same reaction? At at Endgame. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I did not. I did not have that at Endgame. Because Endgame. Who did it, it better, introduced... Doctor Strange or Lando Calrissian? <laughs> well, fuck Lando first of all, because he doesn't have fucking magic powers. Tilda Swinton, aka Jared fucking Leto, did not give him any magic powers in that in that goddamn movie. So fuck you, first of all. No, that's bu- that's bullshit. Don't bring that up. <laughs> that's crazy. You're crazy. Okay, but we're there. We're there with Lando, and he's in his little hut, and there's this man in his... I don't know how to fucking set this up, but there's this man behind him, behind the door, if you remember this, Um, and Lando turns to the guy and he's like, hey, take us to such and such, and the man responds, okay! (laughs) (laughs) Okay! It's his only line! Okay! And that's it. (laughs) And I don't know who he is, I don't remember the name, I, but that man, goddammit, was the exact pick-me-up I needed at that very moment in the movie. That got me through everything that had Good. happened previously. I'm glad for you. There, let's see. Another thing that I remember that I thought was very beautiful that this movie did correctly um, versus the last movie. Um, there was not as much rose. And I don't think you can't. De- I don't think you can deny that they did a good thing, giving her a smaller role. Even writing it into the script where... Where Finn was like, hey, Rose, come on. It's time for you to have more lines. And she said, nah, they didn't give me any. <laughs> and then they left without her. Yeah, that felt uh, like another just like just jab at, at Ryan Johnson. It's like, oh, yeah, you created a new character, but meh, never mind. To be fair. I'm okay with Rose. I'm, I'm okay with Rose. Uh, what? She had, a, she had a motivation. I don't know. That's more than I can say about anyone from this movie. Okay. She had motivation, um, and it was clear. Um, and you see it. You can understand and see the motivation rather than have it told to you. You see her sister at the beginning die. You uh-huh. understand what her stakes are personally in the order. Uh-huh. Um, so I I think they did her dirty, frankly, in the in this one. That's what a um, lot of people said, honestly. A lot of people, uh, you know how there's outrage for anything that ever happens in the world ever. Especially um, about Star Wars, yes. It's so, I mean, after episode seven, everybody was like, why the hell is Ray in this? Or, no, yeah. Why the hell is Ray in this film? Why <laughs> the <Fuck> Ray? <laughs> why the hell is Rose in this film? Get her out of this film. And so, in, in, I think I said episode seven. In episode eight, yes, uh, that happens with Rose. So, in episode nine, they're like, we're going to put her in this less. And everyone was like, why the hell is she not in it more? What are you doing? She, um, she easily could have done more than Lando could have done. She has the more resources. She has more of 
I don't know. I'll give that to you. I, honest to God, think that it's very um, arguable that Rose having every line that Lando had, the film could have gone the exact same way. Um, but I'm still glad that she was in it last. Uh, it was nice. It was a nice heartwarming moment for me watching the film, where I didn't care for her character so much in the previous film. Uh, to see that they had literally written in lines to reassure me <laughs> that I would be seeing less of her throughout. The film. <laughs> yeah, which is like another thing. Like I understand the I understand where you're coming from. I There's... actually I actually do for once, and I'm gonna oh. actually be an adult <laughs> for once, and I'm gonna say I understand where you're coming from. Ah. My thing with that though is that in the previous film, um, she saved Finn's life. Yes. Which I think was stupid. I'll, I'm going to come up front and say that. I think that was a stupid move, and that would have... Her, or Finn sacrificing himself, would have given him an actual character arc, rather mm-hmm. than what he was left with. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, me delving into these actors, and how super fucking talented yes. they are, and how they're handed these not-great scripts uh-huh. like like daisy ridley she's trying her fucking heart out in the first movie and she's Great nailing actress. that shit i gotta Finn give her major awesome. props for any of the good and the bad she's wonderful she's absolutely incredible she's incredible actress and in the movies she doesn't do anything and then finn his whole thing oh, is that boy. he just he just yells people's names and is like anxious for them he's Rose, like i want to save you <laughs> ray Ray, he wanted to tell Ray something. Bubble in, freak. In the bubble, bubble freak. <laughs> he wanted to. He wanted to tell Ray something in in Rise of Skywalker. Remember? And then. And then. And then. Oh, gone. Nothing. Don't fucking keep that in the movie. Edit that shit out if you're not gonna. If you're not gonna go back to it, it's like Chekhov's gun. If you have a fucking loaded gun in the first act, bitch, that shit better be going off in the third. Here's a wonderful. You didn't ever fucking do anything. Here's a wonderful bit for you. Uh, talking to my friend after we saw the film. Uh, uh, my reaction was like, well, no shit. He was going to tell her that he loves her because they thought he thought they were going to die. But uh, upsettingly, because of how movies work and also that one Harry Potter film, we knew that they were just going to fall to some underground tunnel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and when that happens, uh, you know, then they're going to ignore it because now he's not going to die. Now he can keep his, se- his love a secret still. But my friend was like, you know what? I don't think he was gonna tell her that he loved her. I don't think so either. He says that he thinks that Finn was going to mention how he has the Force. Again, would have been interesting. Because it's definitely, I mean, it's, it's, if not said, it's insanely implied at the end that Finn has the Force. Because he physically has the force power to see or know or feel what's happening with ray in the end um so there's something there and that might have been their way of i don't know if they're ever gonna touch on anything that happened in this film ever again through disney plus or another star wars trilogy because i'm pretty sure they already said there's gonna be a they they did already say there's gonna be a new star wars trilogy and that little yoda is gonna be and not little not baby yoda but like little boy normal yoda is gonna be coming back um oh thank god god middle, forbid we have any new characters middle that are, yoda. That are fresh uh, yeah. hey oh speaking hey you want new characters uh, <laughs> have you heard the rumor 
<laughs> I don't want to do this at the end of the episode, but I gotta mention it while it's fresh in my brain. Because uh, I need to still watch more of The Mandalorian before we touch on Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, but, they, you know, there are rumors through the ass of all of these new Star Wars series that are coming out on Disney+. Plus. Like, um, Darth Maul is going to get a miniseries. Oh, um, can't wait for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely pumped. Um, but, like, one of the big ones that everybody's aware of is the Kenobi series. Uh, have you heard all the wonderful rumors about how Jar Jar Binks with a beard is going to be in it? Oh, <laughs> fuck, you just made me cough. <laughs> <coughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Pure beard Binks. Why is why has he got a beard? Why is that a thing? <laughs> Miss, I think I look up pretty good now, betcha, betcha. <laughs> God, I hope Fuck. he's voiced by the same guy. Is that Omad Omad Best? Is that you? <laughs> Holy shit! That's impressive. Man, oh, that was me trying not to make it accurate. Cause I feel like if I give too much to the voice, it means that I care. <laughs> you know? Okay, so I'm gonna let's. Let's, let's 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 wrap this up in a, a tight tidy little bowl, cool. bowl here. I think I just fucked up every single one of those words in that sentence, but keep it in. There's still, by um, the way, so much that I would touch on in Rise of Skywalker, so this is wonderful. So much more to talk talk about? I, I mean, hey, it's a whole movie, you know. There's so many other moments that I could bring up that I think. I mean, yeah, you can you could call it a movie. That's for sure. <laughs> oh man, you could totally call it that. But like whether whether or not it actually is, that's that's another debate entirely. Tired not, boy. Um, sucks. Movie sucks. Cats. Uh, Star Wars is creatively <laughs> bankrupt. Um, we're never gonna ever delve into anything interesting in the world because we're so stuck in the past. Um, let the past die. Uh, forever. And if you're gonna buy Disney Plus, make sure you only use it to watch Jeff Goldblum on the National Geographic. Or uh, don't give those monopolistic pieces of fucking garbage any more of your hard-earned money, and save it and do something nice with it, like mm. not watching any more Disney fucking properties. Like buying you know? a nice Blu-ray copy of Wish Upon. Yeah, buy a fucking seven-dollar uh, Blu-ray copy of Wish Upon because that shit's gonna go. It's gonna have more miles, I promise you, than any of that shit that you've already fucking seen dozens of times on Disney Plus. Oh, I get to watch Aladdin again. Yeah, you've fucking seen it eighteen times, bud. You don't it's have to Will fucking... Smith, the man from Men in Suits. Sorry, Men in oh Black. Oh my god, is this the new Dumbo that fourteen people saw? Danny DeVumbo. <laughs> anyway. So this is an angry episode, I guess. Um, believe it or not, when we talk about The Mandalorian, I'm going to have some okay, pleasant things to say about it, especially towards the end. Good, because I've only seen one episode and I liked it, and I was worried you wouldn't. Um, remember that time in um, The Mandalorian Episode 1 that when they reference Life Day? <laughs> <laughs> they reference Life Day! Oh yeah. my goodness! Yes, I do! Because I just Fuck. watched it. Why would you... Why would you store your captives in 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 that that fucking um what's that shit that Han Solo was in in, in Empire Strikes Back at the end? Um, carbonite. Carbonite. Okay, so you know how uh, the Mandalorian uses carbonite on his ship. Mm-hmm. Why would you use that? Why not just keep them locked up and handcuffed? Carbonite, famously in the film, is is spoken of as as being like a hit or miss in terms of survivability. 
I think. What the fuck? Well, to be fair, from what we've seen in, in episode one of The Mandalorian, he doesn't really care if the people survive. Like that. If he one... doesn't care if they survive, shoot him in the fucking head, Disney. He uh, cut one guy in half with a door. Remember? Exactly what I was gonna mention. I love that. I was like, thank God there's... Because I <laughs> that was another thing from Rise of Skywalker. There was a scene where they're running away from all the stormtroopers and everybody's getting shot. And I'm like, oh, cool, because it's lasers. They're all getting, like, grazed. They're injured, so nobody's actually dying. And then the fucking one jet trooper that gets shot <laughs> spirals into the, into the mountains and blows up. <laughs> like, oh, that's the one person that had to genuinely die horribly. Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't know. I think I hate Star Wars now. Oh, boy. I, although I say that every other fucking week, so who knows? I expect a nice, long Mandalorian episode at some point. Yeah, I don't know. I just, as you're watching it, understand that it's very backloaded in any kind of exposition for the character that you've been watching for eight episodes. So that's what I was pissy about. Because as I was watching it, I was like, why the fuck do I care? This guy has no motivation that I'm discerning at all. But then by the end, it kind of comes full circle, and it's a little bit better. So. Cool. And Taika Waititi uh, directs the last episode, and I thought the last episode was easily the best of the whole set, uh, mm-hmm. match. So, Good. Good stuff. Good oh, yeah. time. Well, fuck Star Wars. Oh! George Lucas's daddy. <laughs> and The Rise of Skywalker is unequivocally a bad film, no matter what anyone else says. And uh, I'll, I'll be anyone else and say, it's not bad. Enjoy your day, everybody. Have a nice day. Are, are we still friends? Uh, is it okay that I haven't that I've only seen Cat in the Hat and not Cats? All right, I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>